Hi, this is John Cena Sr., and you're listening to Twat Magic on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Bitch, pound it and drown the kiss. With the wrist slit, listen to the sound of piss. The piss listener. I'm quick to stick fists enough. I spill bricks and sticks to kill Nicola. Still ripping your knickers, the real blister. We're giving your meal tickets to visit the still dick in ya. And I'm a dickhead certified. Dirty dice turning life into pimp sex world at night. Your pussy looking like a bacon and cheese wrap. I'm making a bean clap, naked to please that. Terminator, penetrator till your knees snap. Feed that a meat stack of beef, kill the bean back. Is that too much? Return of the twat, 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 return of the twat. Welcome to Within Cold Hot Magic. Hot Magic. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Troy. With me, as always, Lisa's here. Lisa, how you doing? Hello, Troy. How are you? Oh, I am here. We have a uh, double up uh, uh, episode for everybody, uh, as uh, we uh, we had to take a break last week. Um, the yeah. the good news is is that uh, you are back, and I temporarily uh, have the worst setup in the world, but I have a brand new shiny, colorful uh, keyboard that I have to use. That attached to amazing. my laptop. That <laughs> uh, is attached to my laptop because my the keyboard on my laptop has decided that the alphabet only contains 16 letters now. So oh. uh, <laughs> until I get uh, the new computer, which will be coming next week, uh, this is what I, I am forced to deal with. So, well, that but, keyboard's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. But uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, it's been so, two weeks. Yes. Other than that, what's going on in your your life? Anything good? Um, no, yeah, just got uh, got back from a, a little vacation this past weekend uh, mm-hmm. with the wife. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, my my girls had a lot of fun at the grandparents. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was nice and relaxing. Um, needed to be longer, that's for sure. Of course. But uh, surprisingly. Uh, I returned to work on Monday. I, I had taken Friday off, and it wasn't a complete clusterfuck like it normally is when I take a day off. So there was that. That was nice. Well, that's but, always a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's been it's been nice. It was nice not last week to not have to deal with uh with the twats. Um, although I do always miss doing our podcast together. But here we are with a, a nice double episode, double the fun. Uh, you would almost say that it is a twin episode. But uh, <laughs> other than that, what's uh, what's been going on with you? Um, just busy with baseball, you know. We had three games last weekend, and we pounded the crap out of those people. Jackson pitched amazing. Hit a home run. So that was good. Good. They played baseball tonight. They won their game. Jackson pitched amazing again. Came very close to a home run. Hit a double. But it was close to the fence. So he did great. We're proud of him. Nice. So, um, question. Mm -hmm. If, um, 
so so when Jackson gets gets drafted into the MLB, mm-hmm. what is what is the one team that you would not want him to play for? The Yankees. That's what I thought. Yeah. So <laughs> so what <laughs> what would happen if he if he happens to be drafted by them? I mean, that would ultimately be his decision. Okay. I mean, if it was his only shot to get into the MLB, he would probably take it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people would see how he is, and hopefully he would have other options sure. after. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, as as we know with the Yankees. Hopefully it would there. be for the love of the game and not just for dollar signs. Yeah. Well, the other aspect today. Yeah. Well, the other aspect of that too is that the Yankees love to trade away prospects for for Eppelberry to get rid of people. So there's always that possibility that right. You know. Right. Um. Yeah. But you know the the difference with um, baseball and other sports is that oftentimes uh, a, a guy coming out of high school might get drafted. Um, and actually can turn around and say, no, I'm not going to sign with you and go to college for a year. And then they can actually be drafted like after the year, first year of college, after the second year of college. So there is a couple of chances. We are not stuck to a team like you are in the NFL where it's like you get you get your one job to be drafted. And if you don't, you're fucked. You know, same thing with the NBA. So there's always that possibility if like coming out of high school, the Yankees take them in like the, the fifth round. And he's just like, nah, good. And waits waits another year, and maybe he gets taken in the second round by, oh, I don't know, Colorado. <laughs> well, you know, so, he's very fortunate right yeah. now. He's um, pretty. He's like playing for like the baby team of you know the Red Sox minor team. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's very fortunate to be in this position right now. You know, so hopefully if he stays, he'll be in a better position. I mean, he's working with, you know, former Major League Baseball players. And so hopefully that continues to grow. And where he does play for traveling baseball, mm-hmm. you know, he'll be able to go to like, um, you know, events where they have scouts and and whatnot. So he'll be able to be seen mm-hmm. and, you know hopefully you know be picked and whatnot now is he eventually thinking of um making a decision between pitching or uh hitting in the field or is he going to try to do like the show otani thing and and be a pitcher and a like designated hitter kind of thing he really wants to be a pitcher um but he does do first base um and he's been doing third base for his traveling team, which is something new. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, there currently is an MLB player, Shohei Otani, that that plays, you know, both in the field and also uh, as a pitcher. So there is that precedent set now. So, uh, and if the DH continues to be a thing, then he might not be able to to hit if he becomes a full time pitcher. So. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, uh, I know our fans love to hear about about him, and and you know they they want to follow him as well. So uh, yeah, it's good to hear that he continues to uh, to be on that right track, though. He's a good dude. Sure, he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, sadly, we have to transition from that to talking about two people that are not good people. Uh, this is a true story. Yeah, and of course, we, we do have two podcast episodes to get through, so i start somewhere. Yep. Here we go! Start. So, the first episode, which is last week's podcast episode, uh, called The Booger Environmentalist, with the wild minimalist Lily Cameron. Uh, so Did the con- you learn anything? No. <laughs> Flat off, no. Uh, I, have, I have done a little bit of research myself in terms of um, like composting, which is not something that we do because we... Our neighbors would hate us. Um, I've, you know, I, I've looked into different kind of things. I, I my now a friend of mine is um, a, a doomsday prepper, and so I, I am not that far, but I will say that my basement is stocked with uh, a certain amount of food that would get to get my family through uh, for a little bit of time if something happens. So I, yeah, I, I know a little bit. Uh, about this stuff, but I'm not an expert and, and doesn't sound like this chick is an expert either. So, <laughs> uh, so the concept of a bottle of hidden Valley ranch. And, uh, <laughs> actually I have to tell you, it's actually called hidden sea wine. And I thought it was like hidden sea, like cunt. Mm-hmm. But then as they're talking about it, I realized they're like, it's actually sea like ocean. Mm. And I was like, duh. <laughs> So, my bad. Mm. Whoops. Sorry. They never, you know, they, when when you got that hidden sea, they just never see it coming. Let's just call it hidden sea like cunt. Let's just do that. Like the letter C. Works can we, for me. Can we just do that? Works for me. Okay. Uh, Nikki talks about some surfer chick who she wants to eat out. Uh, then they pimp this chick's wine that I guess gives to charity. I didn't yeah. quite understand exactly what it was, but also it's like, well, you guys have a wine. Why doesn't your wine give to charity? Hmm? I don't know. Nikki claims she is going to start composting because that's her new thing now. Isn't she too bougie for that? Yeah. I mean, she she can say what she wants, but as as we're about to hear with the next thing I'm going to say... Sometimes with the things that they say, they don't actually do. Like she looks in her trash and realizes they waste too much. Mm -hmm. Really? You look in your trash. Yeah, I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Bree says that she hasn't been using cloth diapers, even though that's what we heard every fucking podcast episode leading up into her labor. Yes, that's exactly what I have down. And she she was giving Nikki shit about not using... Mm -hmm cloth diapers was she not yes she definitely was yeah and apparently oh no which like with the first kid i can maybe understand it because she was you know she was still out and about like this kid she's still sort of stuck at home more often than not so you think like there's not really an excuse for her not to be using them then like mm-hmm. she's got time on her hands, and we've we've heard her complain about it. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's not like she's not home where she can't wash them, right? Uh, 
Nikki says she auditioned to be the host of Love Island USA. Uh, I don't know what the fuck Love Island USA is. I don't either, but apparently she sucked and they didn't want her. <laughs> so she lost to somebody named Ariel Vandenberg. Another person, I have no fucking clue who they are. So That makes two of us. So the person who is actually kind of well-known didn't get the job and lost it to somebody who, as far as we can tell, is relative unknown. But Nikki says she was second place in the audition process, so if Ariel didn't want to do it, like then she would have got it. I'm totally yeah. sure that that's not just something that they said to Fiji Ego. No. I'm sure that you, you definitely were not the only, not, not the like one of 15 people who were told that you were second place in the audition process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then apparently, even though she did not get the job, she still loves watching it. And then she admits that she watched a bunch of episodes without Artem because she's a cunt. Right. So the way that uh, me and my wife's schedules work is, is we don't, uh, really see each other for four days out of the week. And both of us would have opportunities to watch shows. Like, not me, not really, because I podcast every fucking day now. Um, and But, like, she, she could probably throw some on. Now, The Handmaid's Tale just came back. Neither one of us are watching it without each other, because we know. We want to watch it together, you know? So, that's kind of dickish to turn around and be like, oh, he's out dancing, so I'm just going to watch the show myself. It's like, and then what are you going to do? Are you going to watch it with him again? Or are you going to sit there and tell him to, like, fucking catch up on his own time? Does she strike you as the person that gives a shit? No, no. I'm just just stating the obvious. Look where it's coming from. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Then she says she didn't get um... After she didn't get that job, she got an, uh, got to audition to be the host of X on the Beach with MTV. Yet and again, another show that I have never heard, fucking heard of. Me neither. And she tells a story that she got hired as the new host, but then for some reason they instead decided that the rapper Romeo would host. And even though she had done fittings and was on set, she wasn't used on the show. Does that sound like something that they would actually do? Like hire somebody who is as well known as Nikki Bella and then have her come up to set and be like, oh, by the way, no, we're actually not going to use you. Um, she didn't finish the story. Like yeah. She didn't tell the whole story. Um, and she didn't explain why she mm-hmm. didn't get it. Um, so none of it made sense. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, we can make up our own story. Oh, for which sure. Is, which is way better than what it probably is. So it my... Could, it could, yeah. Yeah, my assumption is uh, that it was actually going to be Nikki and Romeo who were both going to be the host of the show. Um, but she went up to Romeo and was like, uh, hey, uh, guy, um, can you go get me a macchiato? Because you're clearly the help. And that's what got her fired. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Got to, got, to throw, got to throw just a, a, a sprinkling of racism in there. Spoonful of racism helps the uh, racism go down. 
Yeah. Or uh, or she got pregnant and she couldn't. Yeah. They were like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Look, you're just. Yeah. Or they realized what a cunt she really was. And they're like, yeah, I can imagine. Gonna work. Yeah. I can imagine like she's probably on there and she's like, you know, I'm an executive producer of a reality show. So like I, I could go ahead and tell you guys what to do. Like that that guy over there, like I just don't I think he should probably get kicked off week one. They they realized she was on Total Bellas and who she actually was and they're like, Oh, oh no, never mind. mind. Yep. Uh yeah. She asks if she's the only person who stalks reality stars online. I mean No, but like it's kinda sad that if you're a celebrity, you could honestly reach out to their agents and talk to them. Instead, you're just like, I'm going to like your pictures on Instagram. Weird. Uh, by the way, there are zero articles about Nikki not getting that job. Uh, the only articles that I could find about her not getting the job are from when this episode dropped. <laughs> so it was yeah. articles taken from her story that she told, which... Is not how normal television news works. Like, is, are you saying she started rumors? Yeah, I'm saying that uh, uh, as is tradition, she started another rumor. Now she didn't do rumor killer because you know, like, she couldn't figure out a way to turn this into somebody made a rumor and it's not true. Mm-hmm. But because she's just not smart enough for that. But then Nikki talks about what she loves about Earth Day, and Bree says. She Nikki likes to watch animals fuck. Nikki doesn't deny this fact and says that she that she sent Brie pictures of animals fucking because apparently she just loves bestiality. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. like some bunnies and boners. Like if okay. Even if you're, for whatever reason, fascinated with watching fucking uh, two, two rabbits get it on. Like, don't talk about it to the world. Like, keep that shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, there are... I, I, don't, I don't yuck anybody's yum. But I don't think getting off on watching animals bone is a good kink to have. Personally. No, kind of sick. It's it's a little it's a little too far. The fact out that there for they me. were taking photos and sending them to each other. Yeah. Like. I, like I, one was watching insects, the other one was watching bunnies. It's like, you two have issues. I mean, clearly. I feel I feel like we stopped short of Nikki being like, oh, then I brought up the fucking jar of peanut butter. Like, it's just yeah. not. Yeah, that's just not good. But Nikki tells us not to spray our lawns with chemicals because apparently the only way we can eat is by bees pollinating our food. Um, I have a confession. Yes. I actually killed a bee today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I will, I will murder, I, I will murder a wasp. Well. I won't fuck with those. But honeybees, I, no. I'm always good to. Well, I I'm pretty sure it was a bad one, a bad bee. Like it wasn't like 
I don't think it was a honeybee. I think it was like one of the bad kind of bees. Okay. It was humongous. And it was long. And the doctor that I worked for, like, freaked the fuck out. Mm. Like, screamed, ran out of her office, nearly pushed me over, and insisted that I had to kill it. And she refused to go back in her office until it was gone. So I had no choice but to beat it with a tissue box and get rid of it. Like, it wasn't like I could like move it outside cause I'm in a brick building. Well, how am I going to get it out? Yeah. You know? So I had no choice, but to gently beat it with a tissue box I see. and, and pick him up and gently dispose of him mm. where he had a burial at sea. I see. The, the important thing with, uh, with honeybees, to make sure that you're not killing a honeybee is just remember that honeybees are basic bitches and they look like they've got like those fur vests on. Yeah. Oftentimes. So yeah, but the, the, the wasps are the ones that I just, uh, they're sporting their Uggs and yeah, exactly. They got their Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. They got their, their, you know, their, uh, pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, those those are the ones you, you you let them be because just just let them be basic. But yeah, no, the the fucking the wasps, like I said, are the ones that I uh, right. no, I don't fuck. I so, yeah, I, I have learned that me and me and at least one of my daughters are not allergic to bees because we have both been stung. Uh, my wife, I don't believe is, and we have no idea about our youngest because she hasn't been stung yet. Um, but we have a uh, a wasp problem because they like to crawl into the outside light and down into our fucking electrical box inside of her house. And they typically die down there. So uh, about oh, once every winter, I have to go out there, take the front panel off and just sweep fucking like 30 to 40 corpses out of the bottom of the thing. <laughs> and it's not fun because some of them do actually get out of the are in our basement. But uh, yeah, so but again, the statement that we can't eat anything without bees pollinating is not accurate. No. There are some foods, like apples, broccoli, or blueberries, that require honeybees. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that uh, you can eat a burger without having honeybees anywhere near a cow. <laughs> so there are definitely other foods that you can eat uh, that do not require bees. Right. Uh, then we go from that to get a promo about almonds. Yes. So a lot of food. I had that too. There we go. Did you then have a, a Billy Razors commercial? No, I had Neutrogena, Stubborn Acne, and Stubborn Marks. It's so weird that we get different. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking weird that that happens that way. Yeah. But well, apparently the almonds paid double because they were on both. So then they bring in Lily Cameron. Uh, and she looks exactly like I would imagine her, too. Did you look at her? Uh, I did not, so let me find out. Go to her Lily. Instagram, and she looks exactly like you would think she would. Lily Cameron, Penguin Random House. No, you have to go to her. Um, it is... Oh, because there's not a picture of her on her book thing. That's stupid. It's wild minimalist. Oh, it's not. It's not at the least Cameron. No. 
It's at Wild Minimalist. Wild Minimalist, which, by the way, is a dumb name. I know. Okay, let me see. Uh, Wild Minimalist. Uh, Low waste essentials to ditch plastic waste. Uh, Okay, so I see a bunch of dumb shit. I see... Oh. Oh. Do you see her? Yeah, I see her now. Um. Huh. I guess I, I, I not exactly what I was expecting. But she's like nerdy and. Yeah, I don't know. I thought. I mean, it, it, her voice matches it, but I, I thought, considering that, like, she's she's like buddy buddy with the twats, that I thought that she would be attractive. <laughs> and she's no. not. She's not the most attractive woman. She she definitely looks the part of like ch- random chick you would see in aisle three of a Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So I, I will give her that. Like, she well, that's could, what I'm saying. That's exactly what I thought she would look yeah. like. Yeah. So yeah, but I I don't know. To me, my instant thought is that she's a fake. So <laughs> that's why I didn't think she would look the part. You know. Oh really? Yeah, because you know, I mean. Anyone can just, because uh, when she was talking on her thing and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm an environmentalist, but I'm also not doing everything I could be doing to be an environmentalist. So that to me was like, I was like, OK, so you're kind of a fucking fake then. <laughs> like she like this woman has written books and she's like, yeah, but, you know, I'm also getting like fucking Starbucks cups. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so. I don't think it was that. I think it was, you know, she's still drives a car and she doesn't like ride a bike and yeah you know she's not living in a tent and she's not you know eating berries and yeah stuff like that i think she looks like she could be she looks like she probably she looks like she probably smells weird yeah and and uses like a like a crystal for deodorant yes for (laughs) sure probably like the the jeans that she's mm-hmm. wearing and some of the pictures, like it doesn't look like she should be wearing those. She's got kind of mom jeans and definitely is team massive bush. For sure. Um, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, Without a doubt. So, oh yeah, then Nikki admits that she's also not using cloth diapers, which is also something she talked about doing before having her bastard. Well, Toward, was, she went. She said she would try. Yeah, and she never tried. <laughs> yeah, she never did. Because something with the prince. Remember, she didn't want prince. Yeah, because uh, apparently she couldn't find any diapers that didn't have prince on them. Because yeah, that's apparently a thing. It's not, by the way. It's just an excuse. Um, but yeah, apparently she just never fucking bothered after that. She's like, uh, I checked one website and they didn't have any just like plain ones. So I just never fucking looked again. Yeah. Yeah. We got two minutes into this interview before the twats made it all about themselves. Yeah. Um, (laughs) do you believe that they shop at secondhand stores? No, I've never believed that. No. Because I do not believe that for a second because do you think that they were thinking about that with the $7,000 dress? You know, I, 
it's it's very easy to continue to go back to the fact that they bought those dresses, and I will a lot. <laughs> but um, also, like we've watched you on the show. I wasn't you... thinking of designers. Yeah, we don't think about labels and designers, and we want to recycle. Mm-hmm. But we've watched them on on fucking Twaddle Bellas, and they've they've never stepped foot in a secondhand store. Or if they have, it's one of those like. We're gonna we're gonna call it a secondhand store, but it's not really a secondhand store because you're still spending fifty dollars for a t-shirt, like you know that kind of thing. Where yeah, it's or it's like yeah, you you may have gone into a consignment store, but it's not one of those consignment stores like hey, I got a bunch of this shit. It's like hey, my Etsy shop's not taking off, so I'm gonna gonna sell my stuff on a consignment thing, and it's gonna be like forty bucks for a green printed t-shirt or something like that. Like that's the shit that they're doing. They're not yeah. They're not sitting there and, like, we're buying all hemp clothing or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like, their own fucking clothing line doesn't even use natural things. We talked about this. <laughs> but let's have on Lily Cameron, who talks about, you know, being good for the environment when we they don't even do it themselves. Mm-hmm. So Lily says, minimalism is about living intentionally. One, what the fuck does that mean? Two, that doesn't tell you anything about how to be to live minimalist, living intentionally. Well, I I mean I I am intentionally keeping myself alive so that I can live. So I guess I'm living the minimalist lifestyle. Congrats. Uh, uh, I guess that's all I need. Apparently, is just to like live intentionally. I mean, I guess it's, it's my fault for, for a couple of years there. I was unintentionally living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They talk about uh, not buying shit you don't need, like $1,000 dresses you only wear once. And you mean all those purses and heels? Yes. Yes, which we already know Nikki has said, like, oh, I looked at my closet and there's a bunch of things that I'm never going to wear, but I'm not going to do anything with them. I'm not going to wear those again. I'm not going to wear those again. I'm not going to donate them either, but I'm not going to wear them again. Like that. She literally said that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, Oh my God. I, again, like you just feel like the people that they have on, like must not have listened to any of their episodes before. Cause if they have, they'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, no, I can't, I can't be on your show. You don't, you don't live by the fucking, you know, the, the the standards that I set in my book. They they tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. Nikki brings up wanting a G wagon because again, this is just now Lily listening to the Bellas talk. It's not an interview anymore. Mm-hmm. The, like she barely said anything during this whole thing, and she was the guest. I know. Um. I know. Yeah. Uh, so my note next note is bullshit. Nikki thinks about what she buys. Uh, and then Lily says she did a trash audit, which sounds just about as dumb as I'm sure it is. What is a trash audit? You don't know? A trash audit is a task in which you collect all of your trash, recyclable, and combustible items for a certain time period to analyze what types of waste you're creating. The purpose of this activity is to help you determine areas where you can improve on and reduce your trash. So, for a 
two-week period, you're going to not take any of your trash out or do anything like that, and you're going to collect it, and you're going to be like, okay, so there's there's five used condoms in here. Um, I definitely could cut back on those, so I guess it's going to be anal from now on. Um, I've got a lot of Plan B, so uh, those are the times that I wasn't using those condoms. So, even more anal. Uh, this is this is stupid. Like, oh my god! So I'm looking at the at the notes. So like, what? <laughs> okay. There's there's like a, a you know like examples, and it's, it's like milk cartons, lettuce packets. The fuck is a lettuce packet? <laughs> uh, disposable coffee cups, Jello cups. Are those recyclable or non-recyclable? No, no, that's the trash out of what they need to to try to to be better at. So they're gonna turn around oh. now and and make sure that like, oh, instead of I guess buying single-use lettuce packets, if that's a thing. They're going to <laughs> to get like I don't know unwrapped heads of lettuce maybe. Uh, also, this list says paper towels, and there's like forty dashes after it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you can go to this cunt's website and you can get uh, uh, towels in place of paper towels that you can rewash. Oh. Anyways, okay. uh, Nikki then mansplains what recycling is. <laughs> Did it? Was it not for an uncomfortable amount of time of her trying to explain what recycling is to people? Well, yeah, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure uh, most people know what recycling is. My kids know what recycling is. Like it's it's on every fucking cartoon and stuff like that. Like it's talked about in school. Like everybody knows mm-hmm. what the fuck recycling is. Of course, Brie is like, I, I found out that like people are recycling pizza boxes. Like, if you are, you're an idiot. Like, first of all, like that's the that's recycling one on one. Is like, does it have the little recycling logo on it? No, then it's not recyclable. <laughs> like, and yeah, anything that has fucking food waste on it, no, you can't. It's not that difficult, honestly, and. Most fucking recycling bins actually have something on the side of it telling you, like, what you can and can't put in there, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna let these two idiots fucking ex- try to explain to me when, like, 90% of their recycling bin is filled with empty wine bottles. I mean, it's glass, right? That's Yeah, I mean, it is recyclable. That's true. Let me tell you... What they apparently think is a complete... As long as they rinse it out and there's no wine on it, they can recycle it. Oh, they fucking... They they lick the inside of it to make sure there's no wine left in it. (laughs) Brie complains about the plastic barrier between her and the cashier to prevent her from infecting the cashier with COVID. She complained about a bunch of stores putting up plastic barriers to protect people. Mind you, plastic is recyclable. <laughs> like, 
Yes. Once they finally say like, okay, we can we can lift the restrictions on thing, all those plastic birds and stuff like that are going to go back and get melted down and made into different plastic things. What do you think about that plastic building she wants to make? It's so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You want to make a building completely out of plastic. She does. Which is like, okay, you do understand that, like, it's probably not going to be structurally sound. Like, like you can... First hot hot day in Arizona, that shit's going to warp. Yep. And probably, and it's not going to be good. Um, okay, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to quickly go here. Uh, okay, so Echo Arc, the world's largest plastic building. Um, it is three stories high, so apparently, I mean, it's in Taiwan, so make that what you will. Is built largely out of recycled plastic bottles, about 1.5 million of them, making it the world's first fully functional large-scale plastic building. So even her idea isn't original, because it's already there. (laughs) So there you go. So is it doable? Yeah, sure, because it's already been done. (laughs) Oh, they talk about this one a lot, too. But again, it's 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 probably not 100% plastic, though, because it said it is largely made up of plastic. Like, there are probably still steel and stuff like that to make sure that that shit doesn't fucking... Yeah. yeah, like, it doesn't blow away. But, yeah, like, good on you to think of something that already exists. Bree's <sighs> like, I know it's a global pandemic, but, you know, it's, like, everywhere. Yes, that is the definition of what global means. <laughs> She's so smart. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about using unpaper towels, also known as washcloths. Uh, <laughs> and they, it is yes. the calling it unpaper towels is stupid. They're fucking. They're they're either paper towel. Oh. They're 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 hand towels or washcloths, depending on what region of the fucking world you're in. Unpaper is not a word. First of all. Uh, they pimp Lily's website where you can buy overpriced shit. And I know you can because she mentioned uh, a place that you can get these these towels. And she sells them on her website, too. And it's more expensive to get them on her website than it is to get them directly from the people. Because she's taking her own cut on the thing. So, yes. yes, it is overpriced shit. Just go straight to the fucking, you know. I don't remember what, what she, she she called or what she says it is, but it's something some alliteration with M's. But yeah, just buy it straight from them. Don't go through this this website. Nikki says she was forced to pause her life because she is such a hustler and has decided to start caring about how many outfits she has. She hasn't done anything about it, of course, and continues to buy single use use outfits. But it is a nice thing to say. Uh, they paint her shitty book, which, as I looked on Amazon today, clearly has fabricated uh, five star reviews because there are no oh. nothing under four star reviews on it. So stop, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm I so will, looking forward to some bad ones. I will never, ever trust anything that doesn't have a few one star reviews because people are idiots, and people will sit there 
and give a one-star review to something if, like, the package arrived busted up from the mail, you know? So anytime I see something like this where it's like, oh, they're all five- or four-star reviews, and there's 95 of them, clearly that's not actually the case. Like, this is not the world's greatest book. So the so the book came out March 30th, right? And so if you go to the reviews, you've now, got... What if you were to look somewhere like um, like Audible or something like that where it would be like an audio book or something where it wouldn't be an actual book. Because if you're thinking it's going to be these people who are eco-friendly, they're not going to want an actual book. That is true. Um, well, Audible is uh, owned by Amazon, so that's not a... Okay. So that's not a good one. So I'm gonna have to actually go to a different website. So let me let me get this the name of this book, so I can look it up somewhere else. Um, but yeah, if you go to, like a bunch of the the reviews came out the day after the book. Uh, the, oh, that's convenient. So it's like mm, you finished the book in a day. I don't believe you. I don't think it's real. So okay, so going to Goodreads. Uh, so this has a four. Okay, see here's here's one two star review, and so okay, so and here's three three star reviews. Does not have a lot of ratings. So there's only seventeen, so that also is a little. Here we go. Um. All right, two star review. I took this book out of the library based on the book title. It doesn't seem very practical or doable to me. While I want to reduce waste, I found the information overwhelming and lacking credible sources. I felt like the book was nothing but suggestions of things to buy, so some of which was rather gimmicky. For example, a wood pencil with a seed capsule that can be planted at the pencil's end of life. <sighs> That's. That's her big, wow. her big thing. Great! I'm so glad. That's fun. There's no reviews on on Walmart. The, the, that's the thing is like, there's a, so there's so few re- reviews for this book that it's like, okay, well clearly it didn't do great. Um, let me see if I can read some of it or not. Okay, here we go. Let's see if I can read some of it. Oh, well, I don't want. No, I don't want to listen to the fucking book. <laughs> we tried that before. That didn't work out great. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, the first chapter is "Go Plastic Free Ish." There's a lot of pictures, and if I'm looking at their pictures, at the pictures of this, it's it's clearly her house because she's in a lot of them. But I'm like looking at it. It's very expensive furniture. Uh, actually, those are four chairs that are made out of plastic. Mm-hmm. So just gonna put that out there. <laughs> I don't know how sustainable that is. A uh, bunch of towels, but so the first chapter is go plastic free ish. And like, okay, so I'm looking, and 
her house is very clean, which which tells me that, you know, she did a little cleaning beforehand. It's very staged. Um, okay. Um, it wasn't until I read about the Zero Waste Movement that I realized I could be doing better. Like, a lot. <laughs> so the... It's in, like, a bold font, too. Which is weird. All right, so here's a picture of her back. Uh, reasons to ditch plastic. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you didn't really ditch it because... Okay, of all plastic waste ever produced, only 9% has been recycled. 91% has gone to landfill. Let me check that. Her... Percentage of plastic recycled. Okay. While overall the amount of recycled plastic is relatively small, 3 million tons for 8.7% recycling rate in 2013. Okay, so that actually seems to be backed up. Um, The Great Pacific Garbage Patch is twice the size of Texas, with pieces of plastic outnumbering marine life six to one. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure for some people this would be um, a good, a good book. Oh my gosh! What the fuck, dude? Stop making up words, okay? Look, I understand that every word is a made-up word. Stop, like, bastardizing words. Like, wish cycling, which is something that she's trying to make up here. Wish cycling items you're unsure about. So apparently that's like, you hope that they can be recycled, but you don't know? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I hate people. Anyways, yeah, this is looks like hot garbage. Um no, I do not want to no I hope you remove that bookmark. I did not mean to hit the bookmark button. I do not want to bookmark this bitch's book. <laughs> uh okay, so twenty two dollars and forty nine cents for a paperback book, and it is two hundred and twenty pages. Wow. So it's That's a, a lot of pages. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's it's a a dollar for every ten pages. That's not great. <laughs> like that's a lot of money to spend on a book that's only two hundred and twenty pages. Wait, and it's stuff that you could look up on fucking one YouTube video. Alright. Um Oh yeah, so after that, we get an ad to get yourself some Nurex. Uh, which helps with headaches and migraines, as well as can help you uh, with nausea. Uh, but I you should Billy Razor. Well, they switch them around. Um, you should know that uh, you should not take Nurex if you're allergic to it, as Nurex may cause headaches, migraine, nausea, and even death. Uh, <laughs> and then, no. uh, then State Farm is uh, back again, so we can talk about her bastard on my end. I don't know what the second one you got for you. Dear Bellows, some twat calls in without saying her name and asks how they work together. She just started a business with her best friend and is worried about her being her friend being a cunt. 
look, starting an OnlyFans together isn't starting a business together. I'm just going to say that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, we all know that the Bellas work great with each other, and every business decision they make is amazing. Uh, and Nikki says that if you're having a conversation, instead of saying but, you should say and. So she would say, Pre, I understand you want us to sell used panties, and I want people, and I think people will like mine more because of the skid marks. Or she might say, go ahead, Artem, and come in my aunt. Oh, gross. <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, she blathers on for the rest of the episode about this. And it's like, again, they, they always talk about this being like they're like... Oh, we're like, what? Well, why? Why do you need dear Abby for advice when we can give you advice? But they never actually give advice. Mm-hmm. Like trying to, or like fucking dumb talking to each other, uh, or is is so? It's, that'd be so patronizing because you'd just be like, look, um, I don't, I don't think that we should exclusively sell to white people. I think we should sell to other people. Okay, okay, I understand that that you feel that way, and I'm just gonna say you're wrong. Like, like that's okay. So you didn't say but you're wrong. You said and I feel like you're wrong. Like that's not a good fucking thing to to tell each other. Like oh, just just change the wording of what you say to each other. Mm-hmm. That's not good advice. It sucks. Anything to say about that episode before we move on to the next? No. Okay. <laughs> so today's podcast episode, entitled Boss Bitch with Carmela. The tots open up Carmela's legs and take a drink. Uh, Nikki opened... <laughs> Nikki opens the episode by bitching about people bitching about her. We've come full circle. <laughs> oh my goodness. She's upset because people talk about how often she leaves her bastard behind while they go on vacation. Here's the thing. What I did this past weekend was going on vacation. Because for every day other than those three days, I am with my kids and I am going to work. What she does where she tosses her fucking bastard off to the to the kid and fucks off to some place. She does that on the reg. So that's not yeah. a vacation. That's just your life. Okay? Like what do you first of all, what are you taking a vacation from? Second of all, yeah, like you just being like, hey, we're just gonna hop over to fucking Las Vegas for a couple of days, like okay, but last week you you know, took three days away from everything and, like, yeah, it stops being vacations after a while when the majority of your time you're just not spent working. Well, they act like they never I like they say, oh, well, we don't, like, go and, like, leave our kids with a a babysitter or a nanny. What? What? Like, there have been plenty of times where you, you two do that. 
fucking two weeks ago they did that yes. when they were when they went to the fucking Hall of Fame ceremony. Yes, they openly admitted it. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you trying to kid? Yeah. Like all the time, you people do that. Yes. I hate them. Yeah. Yeah, here's here's a shot of like, the the cunts out someplace drinking wine. So clearly their kids like, are not there. Yeah, oh, it's it's cool. a sister Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't get to do anything. We don't get to. We don't want to go out and drink when we have the kids and blah blah blah. And and I want to be able to like not worry about drinking and going home to the children and blah 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 and yada 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 and. Here is a few weeks ago, four weeks ago, they were down in Mexico with uh, Papa Dick. So two weeks later, they were doing a Sister Sunday. And uh, in between those two events, they were at the Hall of Fame ceremony. So, yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, have you... Ooh, I don't know if you've seen this or not. Have what? you have you seen uh, have you seen that? Oh, I did see that when I was scrolling today. Mm. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna see how uh, how Bree's handling her post post pregnancy weights, just go ahead and, and head on over to her Instagram. It's funny because the last shot I saw of her. She definitely was sucking that in because <laughs> she took one with like her under boob and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden now there's another one. that's just like, so either you, you gained a good 10 pounds since that picture two weeks ago, or you were sucking in for that one a little bit. Yeah. Well, did you see, I, did she posted or Nikki, they posted one from that. Um, and it was like a side view of when they were, um, at WrestleMania with Bailey, and Nikki just had her gut all sorts of sticking out. Uh, I'm not seeing Bailey on this one, so must be the and other must, twat. Yeah, it must be. Where's the other twat? I'll type it in. Cunt uh, McCunterson. Oh, here's her. Out with Artem, and she's definitely naked in it, which is gross. This definitely was just inside of her. Um, there's a bunch of pictures. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's definitely that's definitely a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can see on her pictures, too, like, yeah, they're, they are definitely not bouncing back like they uh, they had anticipated. But, you know, that's the problem is, is because all they're doing is fucking sitting there and putting fucking little vibrating things on their bodies and not actually doing any of the work that you need to do. Anyways, um, Nikki claims that sometimes when they're done for the day, they just don't feel like posting on social media and they just don't want to take out their phones. Then fucking don't. Right. And they don't understand why they don't understand why haters exist. Oh, poor babies. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Nikki then uses the term. <laughs> Nikki then uses the term top emojis. Now I've okay, so I have seen posts like this on Facebook and stuff like that, where it's like post your top three emojis, and that's how how many you're going to be able to fit in your rectum tonight. Like I don't use emojis when I text with people, or or very fucking. I I text a lot with gifts, but I do not use emojis and shit like that. So when people are like, what, like, what's your top three emojis? Like, I don't fucking know. And like, most likely it's like one I've used one time. <laughs> it's like, it's a lot of the, uh, the, the cum drizzles is, is probably right. one of my top ones. <laughs> so, so now I want to know what your top emojis are. How would I even yeah. look? I don't even know what that, how to look for that. Hold on. Okay. So, I have opened my phone. Yeah. Open your phone. Uh huh. And go to where you pick your emojis. Where is that? Do you have a button where you pick your pick where you uh, send your emojis? Oh, okay. Yep. And okay. does it does it have like the top ones that you use? I have a recently used. Okay, so that that go to that one, and it's like your top. What is it? Your top five? Yeah. Okay, so use your top five. What are they? Uh, the little face with like the holding its chin, wondering something. Uh huh. Uh, a no smoking sign. Uh huh. Uh, a blue box with new written on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a a laughing face with a little like teardrop coming out of it. Uh-huh. And then uh, the 100 thing, which I think I only sent to you as a joke about them saying 100 <laughs> all the time. So uh, that's probably the only five emojis I've used. <laughs> Again, okay. I don't, I don't use, I don't even remember using the thing that says new. Right. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how I would, what I would even use that for. But okay, well there you go. That's my top five emojis because right, I don't so, fucking use them. So mine is the laughing emoji with the tears, the red okay. heart, the smiley face, the baseball, and um, the kind of the sideways laughy emoji with the squinty eyes with the tears. Right on. Those are all positive emojis. <laughs> I'm not a miserable person. Fair I enough. I wanted my sixth one. It's the the winky one blowing the kiss. I see. So, yeah. Well, there you go. This has been emoji talk with the Talk Magic Room. <laughs> okay. Again, don't use them. So that's that's I guess why I don't fucking know. So after after rolling my eyes at that, uh, we get the word. That apparently this episode is what they called the season finale. Now, if you're like the two of us, you're probably thinking, haven't they been doing this show for two years? Uh, They have. They have been doing it for two years. That's not typically how a season works. Mm -hmm. But then they said, hey, um, we're going to take the next month off. <laughs> and I had to 
stop everything I was doing. I had to first rewind the episode 30 seconds. Not only to make sure I heard it right, but just to hear it again, too. That they're taking a month off from doing the podcast. Like, I had to... I had to lift my head up off of my desk because I was in the process of slamming it against it. And I had to text you (laughs) to be like, did you listen? (laughs) Which you had, you had already. And you had sent me a glorious gift, which I didn't understand and didn't put together. And I I probably should have once I heard that, that, that you must've heard it. I don't know why I picked glorious, but that was like the first word that came to mind. Yeah. Uh, so that means that we are also, I guess, going to be taking a month off from the podcast because we won't have anything to talk about. I mean, unless we can find something to do. I mean, maybe I could fill in on one of the other shows or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's I possible. mean, clearly I'm going to need something to do. Yeah, for sure. Unless, um, you know, Wednesday nights or baseball nights, baseball practice. So I suppose I can drive the kid to baseball or something. I don't know. I, mean, I need to find something else to do. Yeah, I guess so. Um, we still got the got that Grey's Anatomy podcast we can do in the meantime. <laughs> That's true. Although you know, I'm like three weeks behind because. Oh, I'm about 13 years behind. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will give you time to catch up. There you go. Yeah, I'll <laughs> for sure have. Watching. I'll for sure have time to catch up on the hundred episodes that I've missed of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward through the commercials, you'll be fine. Wait, let me get a, let me get an accurate representation of how of, of the show. Uh, there have been oh my god, three hundred and seventy six episodes. Jesus Christ! So I'm I'm a little bit over. Or, I'm, okay, I'm, so the only ones that are left from the original cast are Weber Bailey. And Meredith. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. And yeah. maybe Owen, if you if you remember him. I remember him. What season and, did he show up? Oh, and, and Teddy. He was the one that was married to Christina and tried to choke her when she was I, sleeping. I don't know, Teddy. Okay. Teddy. Okay. So how long how long ago did, did he show up? Because that's how... how Hold on, let me look. I'm looking at their Wikipedia now. We talk about this shit a lot. Um, oh, I'm looking at the wrong column. Okay, Teddy Altman. Yes. That's oh, a chick? Yes. Okay. Um, so, looks like she appeared in season six. So, I'm 11 seasons behind. Uh, so that's going to be an issue because that's a good 200 episodes <laughs> that I'd have to catch up on. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, just probably just jump back in and just be like, I'll just rely on you. You'll have to host. I'll just rely on you yeah. and be like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? I only know two yeah. people on the show, so who's this person? Uh, oh, no, wait. No, I must have. I just don't remember her because I just saw that this April chick came in season seven oh, yes. and I know her. So, so maybe she I'm only, I see, that. I see that now. Yeah. So maybe I'm only like 10 seasons behind because I must've watched season seven. 
I definitely do not remember Camilla Ludington being on the show. So that must be it. Well, that's not her name. Her name is actually on the show. It's Joseph. It's Joe. Joe Wilson. Or Joseph. Yeah. yeah, Joe Wilson. Fair enough. Okay, but that's that's for that's where I'm at. Is I don't know her, but I know the other people because I know that uh, Jesse Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's still there. Yeah. I know him. I know Kevin McKidd. Uh, uh, I know the Sandra Wilson and James Pickens. And obviously Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. Everyone, everyone else is a fucking mystery to me. So I'm so far behind that there are people that have been on the show and are off the show. <laughs> like their arcs have started and finished in the time that I have not watched. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I think I remember my wife saying something about this guy, DeLuca. I, I recognize oh, that name. He he just died a couple episodes ago. That's probably what she said. <laughs> yeah. Said so that bitch dead. So, anyways. Less about that, the better. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. The Twats welcome Carmela to the podcast. And she eats them out by talking them up about everything they've done in their career. Yeah, she was a real ass kisser, wasn't she? She was super terrible at it. Uh, they have sure. Car- yeah, they have Carmela talk about how she got into wrestling, and Carmela yeah. says she was a dancer her entire life, um, but she had to get her marketing degree before she could pursue a career in dancing because her parents wanted her to have a backup plan. So Carmela keeps. Yeah, so Carmela keeps talking about growing up in a small town. A uh, small town. So she's from Spencer, Massachusetts. Yes, she is. So Spencer has a population of 12,000 people. Mm-hmm. The town is 34 square feet. Mm-hmm. Now, I live in what I would consider a small town. The town I live in is not, I'm sorry, 34 square miles, not feet. I want to put that out there. The town I live in is three square miles and has 2,000 people in it. That's a small town. <laughs> Do you know where I grew up? Where did you grow up? Leicester, Massachusetts. Leicester, Massachusetts. Okay. Leicester. Leicester. Okay. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. Leicester, Mass. Okay. Um doesn't what the hell <laughs> is there not is it spelled stupidly it's l e i yep c e s t e r i was like take well, a look where take a look where that is well I, I was having problems i couldn't find it first and i was like oh that's right you, you use a lot of the british stuff so that's okay Leicester, massachusetts uh, is 24.7 square miles with a population of 10,000. So still about five times as large as the town I live in and just under Spencer, Mass, where Carmela grew up in. Again, then do you... That? Yeah. She grew up right in the next town over. Yep. Now, do you consider Molester, Massachusetts to be a small town? Yes. Okay. 
everybody knew, my graduating class only had like 80 80 kids in it okay you to don't me, think that's small i'm not i'm not saying that she that she grew up in a large town i'm saying that she grew up in a medium sized town like everybody knew everybody everybody was in everybody's business like it, yeah you yeah. know what i mean like all, all the same families like live in the same town and it's that's the kind it's the same it's this kind of it's just like the way that area is and the like where we live what is and was yeah you know what i mean it's the same place where we live now um there's a lot of families in where i live now that are like that and and where we're establishing um you know where jason does baseball you know our name is starting to, you know, his name is getting out and people know our family because, you know, of them playing mm-hmm. baseball and stuff like that. So, you know, sure. see, but uh, cool. yeah, but see to me, like I, the, the town that I grew up in and was born in, um, was 15 square miles and mm-hmm. was 31,000 people. And I consider that to be, um, a medium sized town because mm-hmm. of the fact of the place I live now, which is like I said, 2000 people. Where it's like, yeah, if, yours is small. Yeah, I, I live in a tiny town, a, a technically a village. So, um, but again, that wasn't my biggest issue with the way that she was talking about this. My biggest issue was the fact that she was acting like she had this insignificant upbringing when she's the daughter of a wrestler. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. Was it's like, okay, you you got to pursue your dream of dancing and got to go for a marketing degree and stuff like that because of the fact that your your dad was a wrestler. Now, he wasn't an incredibly well-known wrestler, but he was good enough that uh, he had a nice career to him. So for her to keep being like, I'm just a small-town girl, you know. She made it seem like he wasn't a famous wrestler, that he wasn't well-known, and that he wasn't good. Like, almost made it seem like he was like independent like he was wasn't known like like nationwide you know what i mean like worldwide yeah of course again the problem with that is the fact that he worked for wwe <laughs> like that that makes that automatically makes you like not a an unknown commodity you know mm-hmm. like he was i mean he was a a Jobber, he was a mid Carter or, or a lower mid Carter. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, he wasn't a fucking like huge person or anything like that, but he also wasn't like fucking, he wasn't nobody, was what, was what I was kind of getting at. Um, well, she's like, oh, well, I used to bring, you know, rest, wrestling magazines to school and be like, oh, yeah, that's my dad. So he was in. Like, no big deal. He was in wrestling uh, magazines. Yeah. <laughs> they don't put, they well, don't put nobody's. There he is being pinned right there. Like, yeah. no big whoop. Yeah, they typically don't put nobody's in those wrestling magazines. Um, her, her mom works for the company that I work for. Oh, nice. Did you know that? No, I did not. We went to the same training together. Then we chatted 
it was when she was still dating Big Cass, and they had just moved into their new house. Mm. I know. Guess what? They don't live in the new house together anymore. Yeah, yeah. So the Bellas claim that Carmella is a triple threat because she's great on the mic. Nope. Great in the ring. Nope. (laughs) And has tons of charisma. Maybe. It's it's a bit of a stretch. Does she have charisma? Yeah. Does she have, like, like over, like, she's dripping fucking charisma out of every orifice? No. Like, Carmella's okay. You know, she's she's perfectly acceptable on the mic, but she doesn't get a lot of time on the mic because she's just not an important character. Well, she's, she's kind of complaining. Yeah, a little bit. It. Yeah, a little bit. You hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, been doing that lately. I was sitting home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been doing it on Twitter, too, lately. She's been doing a lot of, a lot of uh, complaining they about ha- the direction. They could have me doing something. Blah, blah, blah. Like... That's the thing. Like she's not good in the ring. Like, so, and and when you try to put her up against people like Sasha or Bianca or Bailey, like it shows that she's not that great in the ring. So that's why she's not often used, <laughs> because they're like, well, like they can heat her up so that she can be kind of cannon fodder to to you know so that Sasha can get a couple of defenses of her title. But other than that, it's like yeah, she's you know. She's she's not outstanding, so. Uh, but they do move on to discussing how Camilla did in her feud with Sasha. Um, and there's more discussion about the Roman's revolution and how things have changed. And Brie is like, why isn't wrestling more like scripted TV shows where characters are on every week? Like, I don't know, you fucking moron, because it's not The Walking Dead. Like... <laughs> Yeah. It's it's a live performance every week, and like if if The Walking Dead was a live performance every week, there's a good chance that Lori would have been killed off earlier because people didn't like her. You so, kind of have to earn your spot and be good at what you do, right? And you just can't put any old dumbass there, right? It's just it's a stupid fucking comment to make. Like you know this, you were in the the wrestling business for a long time, like yeah. And then the cons talk about being at Mania because they don't understand how interviews work. Uh, they <laughs> they discuss Carmella. Well, they say that she's making wine now. She's not making wine. No. Um, and you get so screwed. I looked it up because I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can grab a bottle. and Because she's like, oh, it's affordable, blah, blah, blah. You can have it with pizza, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You have can only buy it in a bottle of three or a friggin' case. Interesting. I'm like, what a friggin' ripoff. Yeah, so it is... And you can only get it from her website. Yeah. So it is Capo Cagna, which is Mm -hmm. boss bitch in Italian. uh, C-A-P-O-C-A-G-N-A. You can go to capocagna.com and you can do it. And so... Yeah. Here you go. My name is Leah Von Dale. I grew up in a very small town in Central Mass. My mom put me into dance class when I was three years old, and I never really stopped. I just love performing for an audience. It has been my passion from a very young age. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay. First yeah. of all, 
There is no southern accent in Spencer, Massachusetts. <laughs> just to let you know. They kind of mm. talk like I do. Maybe mm. a little bit more Bostonian. Uh-huh. They don't talk with a southern accent. So you can kind of cut that off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may continue. All right. Um, so her entire bio was just, no. I mean, use a Mexican accent if you have to. <laughs> no. Okay. So, oh yeah. Okay. I'm seeing it now. Case of three, case of six. Yes. Case of like nine. Like you're being forced to buy more than you, than you, like you should have to try it first. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be forced to buy more than you need. And it's $22 a bottle. But you have to buy three. You can't buy one bottle and be like, no. oh, this is good. Let me buy more. She's mm-hmm. like shoving it down your throat. It's a lovely 2017. Like, what if it California. sucks? Then you're stuck with two bottles you don't want. Oh, I'm sure it sucks. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Email her mom at work and be like, do you want this shit? Because I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me enter opposite to you. Ooh. Um. Okay, yeah, so you definitely cannot buy it anywhere else. Yeah. Weird. Okay, so here we go. Let's see what we got. Full-bodied and moderately tannic, this boisterous wine sows smoky aromas and black pepper and beef juice flavor. <laughs> it's got what? <laughs> it's, it tastes like beef? <laughs> um, so, Is that the red one you're reading? Uh, I'm reading the, the Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. I just know you hate it. Uh, <laughs> said that there's no comments on it. It got an 88 or 86 points on the winemag.com. I don't know if that's out of like 300 or what. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find if there's any fucking reviews of this shit, and it really isn't. This has got a bunch of different shit. I was hoping I'd be able to find it a little easier than this, but apparently not. That website lied to me. It said there was a review of it. Chateau Grapevines. Do people really need this many different wines? Because most of it's the same shit, right? Like a, a Cabernet Sauvignon is probably the same or at least very similar to like another company's, right? They use like different grapes depending on what vineyard you use. It it's different on how they their grapes are. Not every grape is created equal, and how um, 
they kind of if they like store it in a barrel or it's you know and, I, and the flavors they put in the fruits and here's an easy drinking cabernet for fans of oak spice and juicy black fruit there's no pretense here, just a tasty glass that would be great grillside or as a solo quaffer. Gosh, I I it dislike sounds like a fart. I dislike wine snobs. It's just it, it's like solo quaffer? Yeah. If you like the taste of a hot queef in your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Get some Copacagna. Capocagna. I think I'm done. Yeah, all right. I think I'm done. All right. Um, <laughs> so that's not happening. Yeah. It's wine for people who don't know shit about wine. Although all of those reviews I just read was a bunch of people trying to make up a bunch of fancy flowery words to describe their wine. Well, even... Her website says it pairs well with salmon and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. this Sam pairs well with like beef and blank or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that doesn't sound like it says pizza. No, no. Because it was just like, if it, like this wine pairs very well with a tasty uh, Domino's pizza slice and a side of ass. Like, like at least the- <laughs> she sounds like she's trying to be like. Your regular person, like yeah, uh-huh. I, I don't. It's not for a wine snob. It, it's for a regular person who eats pizza and fries and who just wants to hang out with their friend and you know, sit outside and talk shit about other people. Uh-huh. But she's just like everybody else. Let me tell you, uh, it looks like Cabernet Sauvignon doesn't really pair well with pizza. Uh, you, should, <laughs> you should definitely go for more of a dry rosé, Pinot, Pinot Noir, or Sauvignon Blanc, or maybe a Grenache Syrian or Morvodur. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew that. Oh, you know what else goes really well with pizza? A fine Chianti. Also, some Lambrusca, <laughs> if you're really fucking poor. <laughs> you could be feasting um, off the Riesling. Actually, I really like a a good beer with it with pizza. Yeah, I'm not. I've I've never been a wine drinker. I'm not a wine drinker. Uh, I am like Jack and Coke kind of guy, or like a, a, a hard soda, not a hard seltzer. I don't like hard seltzer, um, but like a, a like. A, What's it called? Um, like a not your father's repair of like that, or the Henry's hard soda. Not uh, girl. I don't fucking drink like fucking sea breeze or like that or whatever those fucking things are called. I drink wine coolers. Pretty much. No, it's not. It's fucking soda and, and alcohol. Like it's a mixed drink. We get more dumb. Girl. Fuck off. We get more dumb platitudes from Brie about how life is like wrestling. Is it though? No, it's not. Uh, my question to you: What type of work call would occur at ten at night? 
that couldn't wait until the morning. A booty call? She tries to claim that, like, oh, I got a phone call about, like, our website business for makeup, like, when we were in bed. It's like, the fuck you did, dude? <laughs> like, I assume it was... If you're a prostitute, it could be your pimp. Yeah. I assume it was just Nikki calling Bree to say that she wants to start a line of chaps or some shit. And Nikki's like, <laughs> I gotta, or Bree's like, I gotta take this. She's, she's got some good shit that she's thinking about. Nikki's like, meet me outside. We're gonna have some wine. Mm-hmm. We, need to, we need to talk about this because I think it'd be really good if uh, our next t shirt says uh, uh, crotchless or, or nothing. I think that's a really good. Let's 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 get that on the website. Who I know it's like eleven o'clock at night and we're drunk, but but can we call one of the designers to get that on there? Yeah. Bree says Beth Phoenix talked about how great they are since they found out how to make money at home. I mean, like, I mean, you can start an Etsy shop and you can make money at home too. Couldn't Beth Phoenix like sell like Mary Kay or something? Pretty sure Beth Phoenix has her own business too. Avon, think, like there's plenty of things she could do from home. Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah, there definitely is. Um. I thought that her and Edge made something. Why would you do that? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I'm not going to keep looking. Um, they ask about Total Divas and Carmella getting kicked off because of a bad breakup and being on a season after that. They talk about Carmella and Big Cass breaking up, but they never actually call him by name. So Big Cass got John Cena, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. She, they, because she's like, it was just the breakup. It wasn't even like my ex. It was like the breakup. Yeah. It's like the, the breakup. And I'm like, I was like, am I missing something? Is it like another? And then they said, oh, dating some of the business. I was like, so it is Big Cass. Like, why, why are we saying his name? <laughs> and then she, not allowed. She did say, uh, William at one point, which oh. is, which is his real name. But I was, I was like, how fucking weird. That they're they're not like that they 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 took so many lengths to dance around it, where it was like we're really just like not gonna. I mean, I know we make fun of them for name dropping, but it's like people who might not know that Carmela and Big Cass are dating probably you know would are like who'd she date? Like they're googling like who did Big Carmela date in the business? Maybe she's not allowed to mention him. Maybe I mean he's not doesn't Something. he's not employed there anymore. But they also you know. they also said at the beginning of the episode that we're gonna call her Carmela because that's like her shoot name or whatever like that. And then they called her Leia later on. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then they mention how she is now dating Matt, <laughs> and then it takes quite a bit before they're finally like Matt. By the way, is Corey Graves. It's like, okay, so you made it a point to call her Carmella the entire time so people would know who you're talking about. But then you called Corey Graves Matt. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but they talk about the podcast. Now, on the podcast, they are Matt and Leo. So, like, you know, it, they they mention 
at least at the start of like the first couple episodes. Um, I I stopped listening to it because I just kind of got bored of it. Like Carmela is funny at times, but after a while, like Corey Graves is such a prick that like it just annoys me. Because yeah, I actually I listened to the most recent episode, which was well, I started to mm-hmm. um, just so I would have an idea about it. Yeah. Um. So I'd be kind of prepared for today. Um, and they're very different. Like he just seems miserable. Yeah. That was my issue was like, there's such polar opposites on the show. Cause she's like bouncing around and very bubbly and like making jokes and shit like that. And he's just like put upon the entire time. But you know, the episode they were talking about seasonal depression and, you know, he was in Pittsburgh and she was in Florida. So, you know, she was saying that she was miserable and not happy when she was in Pittsburgh. But now that she was in Florida, she was with her sister, she was in the sunshine and she was feeling better. But he was still in, in Pittsburgh and he was by himself mm-hmm. and he basically had no one to play with kind of thing, yeah. you know, and he was bored. So maybe, you know, kind of, he works, he comes home. There's nothing to do. You know, he's kind of like the socks. Yeah. Kind of stuck in the house. COVID kind of thing. Maybe it's just that, Yeah, you know, that's enough to make Everybody's been kind of bitchy, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, who's to say maybe it's not just that? I mean, a yeah, lot but, of people uh, have been assholes. Sure, but it, from the beginning on the podcast, even, which I'm pretty sure started before COVID, um, he was that same way. Like, he, that's that's literally how he is on every one of the podcast episodes where he just feels so like, like he doesn't, it's like, it's like he doesn't want to do it, but it's like he clearly does because they, they do the show. But like, and and obviously he's like the host of it, so you know he he like sets up a lot of things. So then, you know, like I said, I thought that she was kind of funny on it, but after a while, I'm just like, all right, I don't I don't care enough about these two to keep listening to this. I got too much other shit that I listen to. Yeah. Uh, but Carmela uh, starts jizzing all over Corey Graves, uh, talk about how great he is, and then says that eventually she would like to get cream pied by him. Well, uh, Jason feels the same way. He doesn't like horror games, or he, no, he or he loves, oh he wants he to get cream pie by her. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Jason cream pie by Corey Graves confirmed. Got it. He loves Corey Graves. Thinks nice. he's hot. <laughs> Bree says that sometimes the world can be like smoky mirrors. Nikki, of course, corrects her that it's smoke and mirrors because. They're both fucking idiots. Yes, because Nikki has never fucked up anything. Yeah. But then Bree says that sometimes she has to sound out words in children's books. I'm glad that they're happy being this stupid. I'm glad they're proud of themselves, yes. And admit it to everyone. Fucking stupid. Oh, well, that's it. That's the rest of that episode. 
To be a fly on that wall, though, huh? When she's yeah. trying to sound out a children's book and Brian's sitting there. Mm-hmm. Then the quack, quick, Bree, it's quick. <laughs> it is a big word. And, then, and Birdie freaking out because she knows the word. Yeah. Jesus Christ! That's why oh, she calls. That would be hilarious. That's why she calls her aunt Dodo. Her aunt is probably sitting there and just like, this is a really big word, and the kids just like, bitch, that says basketball. <laughs> Like, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? How am I related to you? It's true. Anyways, so that's going to do it for us for probably uh, the next month. Uh, unless we decide to do something else, but we'll keep you informed. Uh, anything else to say about these two episodes? Um, nope. All right. So then, it sounds like it's time for you to send us on home. Well, join us next month to find out what's up with these guns. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.